right, guys. Hey, Ransom Notes Nation. This is Skip Ransom here. Giving a shot at a podcast. Uh, if this is something that goes well, I think I'll continue to do it. Um, I want this place to be somewhere where you guys can come for uh, 15 or 20 minutes while you're on your way to your barrel races or rodeos or work or church or wherever it is that you're headed. And uh, I want you to be able to come here and I want you to listen and I want you to be able to leave this podcast and be like, you know what, I got it. I can take on the world. I can move through whatever's bothering me. I can get to where I need to go. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Uh, This episode, number one episode, is going to be called How to Eliminate Fear. This is what I want you guys to focus on, how to eliminate fear. And I don't mean fear of like being afraid of the dark or being afraid of uh, snakes or spiders. I mean, how do I get over the fear that I'm not good enough, my horse isn't fast enough, uh, my ability isn't good enough to ride that bull, um, you know, I don't know how to rope well enough to compete with these other girls, um, you know, th- those kinds of fear, the kind of fear that cripples you as an athlete, uh, and I think that the, the most important thing, the way to eliminate fear, the most important way to eliminate fear is number one, you've got to be able to control your emotions. And there's nobody that's going to be able to do that for you, all right? You're the only person in the whole world who's got control of your emotions, you and Jesus, okay? And when you used to be a saying when I was in the military, and the saying went like this, he who controls his emotions controls the outcome. Now, you're going to have emotions, you're going to have fear, you're going to have doubt, you're going to have those things that cause you to misstep. But what I want you to focus on is this. If you take that fear, okay, and, and I want you to, to visualize yourself riding into the box or heating your bull rope up or getting ready to warm your horse up to run barrels, whatever it is that your pregame strategy is, I want you to think about everything that could go right. I don't want you to think about anything that could go wrong. I don't want you to think about hitting the barrel. I don't want you to think about, well, if that bull goes left instead of right, what am I going to do then? I want you to eliminate all of that. Because once you can control the fact that you're in the moment and you have the knowledge and you have the ability and you have the training and the practice, you can move into a place of winners, of winning, of confidence, okay? And when you do that, you step past fear you put it behind you, and you move towards a place of confidence and understanding of this is where I'm supposed to be. And once you do that, you take control of your conscious mind. You let your subconscious do all of the thinking for you, all of the acting for you. You don't have to be conscious in the moment. All right, Your subconscious will do it for you. Okay, And it goes without saying that practice makes perfect. It also goes without saying that piss-poor planning least the piss poor performance okay those are the seven pieces of success if you aren't willing to put in the time if you're not willing to show up every day if you're not willing to wake up every morning and get yourself motivated and get going to practice to rope better to whatever it is that you need to do maybe ride your horse for 30 minutes longer you're not ever going to get to a place where you feel comfortable and you're winning now if you put yourself in a level where you dominate, you're going to go ahead and just be a dominator in that level. But once you dominate at a certain level, you have to be able to move up to a different level, okay? And you'll notice this throughout rodeo. You'll notice this throughout sports. 
uh, and all those things, the guys that are at the PRCA level are professional athletes. Okay, yeah, they go here and they go there. She might run at this area and she might run at this area, but I'm telling you that they wake up every day and they know that they've got to get on their horse or they've got to get on their drop barrel or they've got to uh, you know, put on their running shoes or they've got to go ahead and go to the gym and get to where you need to be to eliminate the fear of losing, okay? Get that confidence in yourself to be able to move past, I can't do this, I can't win, I can't ride here, I can't succeed in this arena because I promise you, Philippians 4.13 tells you you can do everything through Christ who strengthens you. All right, now I want you to look that verse up. I want you to read it. I want you to kind of digest it and understand it. But that is important to understand that Christ will help you do whatever it is that you want to do. He will give you the desires of your heart, but it doesn't just come with a prayer. Hey, God, I'm going to need $100,000. The next morning you wake up, it's going to be in your bank account. That's not how faith, that's not how uh, being a, a good follower of Christ works out. Okay, He gives us the tools to be successful he gives us the knowledge the know-how the resources the opportunity and it's up to us and our will as to what we're going to do with it okay so how to eliminate fear those are the steps you need to take you need to wake up you need to be real with yourself you need to be challenged and you need to be able to rationalize what is actually fear and what is actually just you overthinking and second-guessing yourself okay and then I want you also to, to kind of get in the habit of thinking about what keeps you from winning. Now, this is different than fear. It kinda, they kind of run on the same track, but it's a little different. What keeps you from winning? What keeps you from being in the top five? What keeps you from being number one or two? What keeps you from winning the 1D? What keeps you from winning the bull riding? What keeps you from winning the steer wrestling, the football game, the basketball game, the honor society? What keeps you from getting there? 99.99% of the time, it is you. It is yourself. It is the way that you think about yourself. It is the way you think about the way others perceive you. I can promise you this. As soon as you stop caring what everybody else thinks of you, all right, as soon as you stop thinking about man, I hope that guy likes me, or I hope that girl likes me, or I hope this judge is, you know, seeing good today, or I hope the timer works, or I hope the ground is good, or I I hope that I pass this test. You know, whatever it is that keeps you from winning, you need to move past it. You need to get within yourself. You need to sit down, have a real conversation with Jesus, and you say, look, you and I are going to do this thing, okay? And if that means that you've got to eliminate some people out of your life, out of your social circle, if, if you've got to get to a higher plane of resolve with your own personal demons and you've got to get rid of them before you can move on to another step, that's what you have to do, okay? And I will tell you a short story, all right? Here's, here's a short story for you. 2016, I was announcing rodeos, first year around announcing rodeos full-time, quit my job in April started announcing rodeos and uh you know it kind of took off it went went pretty wild and i started winning i started getting paid to talk and, and be around rodeo and i loved it well then i got greedy and i wanted to do a bull ride so i put one on and i didn't get greedy for money i got greedy for popularity and 
What happened was I trusted the wrong people. The wrong people came into my life. They were painted in gold. I trusted them. And they, they, for lack of a better word, it did me wrong. And the responsibility of that wrongdoing didn't come upon their shoulders. It didn't come upon their friends or their family. It came upon my shoulders. Um, and the circle that I was in at the time was one that influenced every single thing rodeo-related in, in my area. And, you know, after it happened, my name got drugged through the mud, and, I mean, pretty much they 86'd me from, I mean they, but, I mean, just some people uh, didn't have some very nice things to say about old Skip. And what ended up happening is, is I just took a two-year hiatus. Um, 2017, I announced three rodeos that year. Uh, this year I announced five, um, and it, it kind of broke me in, inside because I thought, you know what, I'm a good rodeo announcer, and everywhere I go, they, they want me to announce, and they want me to come back, but I failed. I failed not only myself and my true self and my integrity and my values, but I also failed Jesus, and I failed him in the walk that he gave me every opportunity to be successful as a rodeo announcer. And I took more than what was given to me. And instead of being thankful, I got overzealous. And instead of being righteous in the walk with Jesus, I became jealous. And, and, and I became, why not me? I want more. I want this. And instead of just taking God's grace and, and taking it and, and using it. Uh, and so he, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And he took it. He took it pretty quick and pretty fast, and uh, in a way that I will never forget. Uh, and here I am, you know, here I am in the rodeo community, and I'm starting to announce rodeos again. And I've got this page, and uh, you know, trips been there. And I've got some really good support uh, for that page, and uh, you know, I can't do it without you guys. And I appreciate everything that you do. But I will tell you this: the end of that story comes to this head. In Matthew 6, 6, okay, it says this, Be careful not to practice your, righteous in front, your righteousness in front of others to be seen. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. It goes on to say, So what is done in secret will be rewarded by the Father in heaven. Alright, so how does that translate into this story? How does that translate into your life? How does that translate into everything that you do and what I'm talking about right now? I started going to work and I started just putting my head down and going to work and working six days a week, you know, 12 or 14 hours a day uh, to make things right. And I started doing that and I had just hammered on that for nine months. And in nine months, I set everything right that was screwed up. And I didn't tell nobody about it. I didn't, I didn't brag about it. I didn't bring it up. I just let it be what it was. And fast forward to now, and I do a whole lot more in private now than I did before. I do a whole lot more now behind closed doors for the good of others than I ever did before. And I do it because I don't want recognition for it because I've realized in the breaking process of my soul, I realized that it's not about me winning, okay? It's about Christ winning. I am just a tool for him to use to win, 
So when people ask me what keeps me from winning, I tell them nothing. Nothing keeps me from winning anymore because I know where my victory lies. I know where I am a winner, and I am a winner to Christ. I am a winner in Christ. Okay, He saved me, broke my soul, broke me as a human, broke me as a person, broke me in front of people that I trusted, that I cared about, that I looked up to. He broke me. But He used that brokenness not but a year and a half later to build a page up to 12,000, to build a brand, to build popularity so that I had a bigger platform to keep people winning, to, to help them like He helped me. And if, if you guide yourself to the victory in Jesus, I promise you, everything I talked about beforehand becomes obsolete. Because once you realize that you have to win for Jesus and no one else, Winning becomes easy. Winning becomes daily. Winning becomes every single time you do something, you know that you're doing it for Jesus. So your homework for this week, the closeout for this this post, this podcast is going to be this. I want you to do one thing that helps somebody else and not expect praise. I want you to do something for somebody else that cannot repay you, that cannot help you in any way. I want you to reach out. I want you to be somebody's light. I want you to be somebody's hand up. I want you to be somebody that helps somebody else. I want you to win in Jesus. And I want you to take that gratitude that you felt, that thankfulness that you felt. Lord, thank you for helping me be able to help somebody else. And I want you to take that and I want you to use that victory. I want you to build small victories from here on out. I want you to get to a place where... Winning becomes an every day, every moment, every time type of thing for you. I want you to eliminate fear. I want you to get rid of that that unnecessary, conscious state of mind where all you think about is what could go wrong, what could go wrong. I want you to start thinking about what could go right. I want you to start thinking about I can win and do anything through Jesus. I can do this because the more you do in private, The more practice runs you make, the more practice bulls you get on, the more ropes you swing, the more loops that you throw, you're going to be more successful. You're going to be a winner in Jesus. All right? So make sure you guys do your homework. Do one thing to help somebody and not for praise. This has been a podcast about how to eliminate fear and how to win. I appreciate you guys all. Ransom Notes Nation, this is Skip Ransom signing off.